Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, the franchise player, Double B. Blood, joined by the mixologist. Well, no, what? He ain't here today. Well, no. Joined by Big Money oh. Drew and the kid in the chair, your boy, Shane Husky. Welcome to the Roundtable Person Podcast, AEW Dynamite Review Show. And Jesus Christ, boys, it was damn sure a dynamite show. Tony oh, Khan was like, hey, Triple A, you think you can book a better show? Oh, my beer. Man. Um, I mean, shit. Let's let's just start out. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go any chronological order tonight. Let's You're talk about John Moxley destroying CM Punk to unify the AEW mm. World Championship. What and he says some very catchphrases of his promo right afterwards. Okay, so, so two things. One. Is this CM Punk's way of uh, saying goodbye? I mean, wasn't it like almost a year to the day he returned? Like, yep. Just shy. Uh, yeah, it's been four four extra days. So it's been yeah, yeah. three hundred and sixty nine days. Nice. So I mean, he's got like a jersey out that's one hundred forty nine ninety nine on awshop.com. Um, My friends bought I mean, that shit. Jersey, by the way. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, um, I CM Punk fans don't think that he's leaving. I think they would not be putting out New Jersey shirts if uh, if that was the case. Um, unless they just want to make a lot of money. <laughs> Which, and I you know, I don't blame them for that necessarily. But uh, I don't think Punk would allow that. Not that I don't think he would even have a say. But um, that's not how I feel Tony Khan operates. So... I don't think it's that he's leaving, although I did get worried in the moment, going like, oh my god, this was essentially like a four-minute squash. Yes. Um, but I don't think that he's leaving. I think maybe they rushed him back a little too soon. They did. And or they, they did it, it. Or they did it. Not that they rushed him back too soon, but they rushed him back purposefully so that this way they could sell a re-injured punk so that he would be out for all out in his hometown. Unfortunately, he probably wouldn't be able to have the match that everybody wanted him to have. And they just went, okay, let's do this match now. We'll do something for all out with the title with Moxley. And let Punk rehab maybe for the rest of the year. I mean, that's just speculation. That, that's know. what I said to my friend, and he did not quite understand why they did it so fast. And Drew took the words right out of my mouth on that. Yeah, it was an interesting yeah. course of events, bro. It, it really was interesting. Like Open challenge wow. for John Moxley at All Out. Please, just let it be an open challenge. But then challenge. at the same time, at the same time, I would hope then that that means, and we'll talk... I don't know if we're going to really like touch on it, but it's good to mention here with this interim stuff. The surprise, another surprise that we got. Oh that, yeah, we're going to uh, talk about Sean, that too. Sean Rossap had just mentioned before the AEW review that they're doing that he had found out right before the show that Thunder Rosa was going to be out for a little bit because she has injured as well, and now they're going to crown an interim women's champion at All Out. While we just had an interim AEW world champion on the men's side. So, yes, yeah, uh, what a, a wild night. Shit. I'm a little tired of this interim shit. 
to be fair, the way I figure it, since because Roman and Brock never defended the title on a weekly basis, I just feel like that's the way of saying, hey, since they're doing that, why not we do the whole insurance thing, but while the other champion is all at home, at home resting. You know, they still have a champion, but not the actual champion. No, I don't. I don't think. I, um, I don't think that they would do something like that. And Jace, your question: Do you like the interim thing? Fuck no, dude. Uh, as a professional wrestler, bro, if I get hurt, strip me of the belt. Like the fans, the fans don't want to see an interim champion. They don't want to see I me. Mean, okay, not just like a dick. The fans don't want to see a fake champion. The fans wow. for champion. And that's uh, just what that is, interim champion. That's like the interim president. Well, it's because the president, president. there's just a guy pretending to be the oh, president. Man. Like, that's dumb. You know? Like, what happens if you're in, like, a relationship, right? You're married. You get sick. Do you have, does your wife get an interim husband while you're sick? Well, like, interim husband. Well, I mean, look. Oh, let me get not, my husband to take care of this. You know, that's dumb. Let's not uh, bash on anybody you know, so, Relationship preference, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, if you want to interim husband, it just—I don't know—it just—it drives me up a wall, man. Because, I mean, okay, so let's okay. For instance, for instance, Dante Smiley is the OIWA International Heavyweight Champion. I am the OIWA North American Heavyweight Champion. Oh man, Dante Smiley is heavily involved with just with with uh, control your narrative. This to the point to where this past weekend he relinquished he relinquished the OIWA um, <laughs> uh, International Heavyweight Championship. So I'm the OIWA North American Champion. Does that make me the interim OIWA International Champion? No, because it's two separate belts. <laughs> I mean, that's not the point, though. There's no champion now. There's no heavyweight champion. So I guess I'm the guy because I'm the next, the next, and I'm the next champion in line. I guess you can say. But I just think that the whole interim thing is stupid. And oh, that's just someone to hold about until the real champion comes back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just like Jay said, just relinquish the belt. But then people will also get mad because he relinquished the belt. It's just that no one happy is. If there's an outcome with that, I no? understand that uh, it's it's. I I'm kind of like fifty fifty on it. I really don't care that much, but it's got like an MMA style to it, where there's interim champions all the time. But yet, yeah. you kind of want to present it as a legitimate sport, and you know, there's only one World Series winner, and there's only one Super Bowl winner. You know, it's it's not. You don't get any interim of that so i don't know i mean i i at the end of the day i don't particularly care about it i it doesn't bother me the thing here actually i don't I just i don't know man it just it just it, it kind of bothers me i mean i don't know man i mean it is what it is i guess it is what it is um that's just yeah. their way of saying hey we're gonna have a champion just in case the champion is no longer able to Defend their title, you know, and that's that's what it sounds like to me. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, but 
So yeah, Dude, let's go. Jay fun. Lethal versus Dax Harwood. Me and okay, so me and me and, and um Shane were just talking before you came on the air. Dude, twenty-three near falls. Twenty-three near falls. Twenty-three near falls. Two three in a twelve minute match. Shout out to Romeo. Romeo. Romeo, get on your Twitch, Romeo. Get on the Twitch, my brother. Romeo, Romeo, no, what's up, everyone? Romeo, get on the I don't. I do not like the you know. Yeah, I don't like knowing not knowing what the world title is either. Um, who's who's Moxley gonna face? Like who's he gonna face? Some are saying Hangman. I've seen Hangman, but uh, Hangman and Moxley doesn't make sense. I know one. Uh, Hangman and Moxley doesn't it? have any. It doesn't have any steam behind it. Like. I don't right, want, right now, uh, the biggest Lee match on the show. I don't want. Right it. now, the biggest match on the show is going to be the the uh, trios title finals. That's going to be the biggest match on the show. What's it going to be? Maybe, the Bucks and Kenny versus Dark Order. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, they did, the the maybe but, they the match. Maybe they did this match tonight, and there won't be an, uh, uh, a world title match on all out because oh, they there has to, to be a world title match. There has to be a world title match. Yeah, no, all that, out. I mean there. I mean there should be, but if you want to, if you want to put all of the focus and make of the trios titles the most important, then that should be the main event of the show, right? And there's already like I think there's like five or six matches announced for the show. Finally. You know, <laughs> We have the inter the interim women's title. We have the AEW tag, the men's tag titles, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have the trios titles. So, you know, do this quick men's title match tonight, and then, I mean, the big thing was gonna be Punk with the title in his hometown at All Out, and now it's not happening. So, I wouldn't mind the AEW title being defended on TV once in a while. I think this was like the yeah. first time, I think, right? First time in a while. No, it's- no, Jericho, def- I mean, not Jericho. Um, Moxley defended the world title on TV a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, those oh, were right. title right. eliminator the- matches. Yes. That's right. He was doing the open challenge. With uh, Vance Warner, who people yeah, that- claim to think, hey, I have a hard time using Google. What does that do? Right. <laughs> so so getting back to Dax Harwood versus Jay Lethal. Um really great, great match. Really yeah. great match. But the shocker was at the end when Jay the trios Lethal. match that was announced was the pinnacle versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh my god. That's gonna be fun. That's now gonna be on a Twitter, fun match. On Twitter, people have been saying, yo, what about the Motor City Machine Guns versus FTR? People have been talking about that. And Dax was like, who's got the money? Who got the money? Apparently, Tony Khan got the money because now we're going to get that match, which is great. But here's my problem with All Out so far. We have the World Trios title. We have the return of the ladder match, the the... 
the fucking all out ladder match. Where everyone is a joker, apparently, because so far there's been no participants. Well, so far they haven't named any, 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 any people. So we have yeah. those two matches, right? Then we have a fatal four-way for the women's title, the interim women's title. I'm still right now. That's that's three. That's three special stipulation matches, three gimmick matches already. Then we got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. Then we have Chris Jericho versus um, Brian Danielson versus Brian Danielson, which I'm I'm pretty sure they're probably going to announce the special guest referee is going to be fucking Daniel Garcia. Garcia. I can see it. I definitely right? can see it. Why, then why we have because yeah. he's then already four. Then we, so that's four. Then we have yeah. the the uh, well the face of the revolution whatever the match it is. Then we have um the uh, that's it I think the world tag team title match. Oh man, I'm excited for this one. So that's five matches they've announced. Or, oh oh sorry. Then we got Jungle Boy. Versus Christian. Christian. Oh, yeah. So I'm not excited about that. Um, unless somebody comes and set Jungle Boy on fire. I don't care. <laughs> um, I mean, Give something exciting cut. has to happen in this match for me to get fully invested in it. Because there's the, the, the promo from last week was ass. Like, it was that was a waste of time. They, you know, I was watching uh, the list in your boy um, today. And uh, Jimmy Van said, hey, you know, I was watching this show and it was 920 before they put the women's match on. You could have got rid of the Jungle Boy thing. You yeah. got to get rid of the Eddie Kingston thing. You know what I'm saying? It, it sucks. Garcia being a ref would be, yeah, this is from True Hill Heat's uh, Romeo. I like that. Yep. Garcia being a ref would make for a good twist because I'm not excited. I mean, honestly, the Danielson-Jericho match, I'm not excited for it either. But with Daniel Garcia as a special guest referee, Bro, that will that's gonna set it off. People are gonna be like, "Hey, what's gonna happen?" There's your intrigue. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Now people are gonna be like, "Ooh, now I'm invested in this match." You know, so I mean, it is what it is. Um, Colton it definitely Gunn does feel like between Garcia and Brian and Jericho, it feels like the whole Nexus thing with uh, John Cena, Randy Orton, Wade Barrett. That that's how I I feel how it is. It does feel like, I'll say, a lot of these matches were just thrown together in the last week or two. Uh, So I would say, in my mind, I can't remember the last time a AEW pay-per-view was booked this poorly. But then there's also, like, extenuating circumstances with Thunder Rosa being injured and CM Punk still being injured technically so Kenny might know. be injured still technically Ken, um, well Kenny will be on the show though I, I think they're playing that up a little bit more I think his injury is being played up more than it is yeah the one thing that will make up the car itself it will be Kenny Omega versus Pack versus Osprey at all out if 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 Neely lost and Ozzy Open does not win to make it a tie. That that might be an awful booking decision, but I just really want to see that triple threat match. I saw that booking idea on Twitter. I think that um, 
so the the one thing that doesn't involve injuries that is more questionable is Keith Lee, you know, the the, the tag title one. Because that was kind of like all of a sudden, okay, we're just going to be acclaimed and, and we're going to save them from the ass boys. And then, like, that was a little weird. I mean, they, they deserve it. I'm not saying they don't deserve right. it. Right, exactly. Uh, they definitely deserve it, but that was that feels like more thrown together than oh, and and also the the the, the trios that's not for the titles, uh, Wardlow and FTR with the uh, satin. Yeah, the motor machine guns and, and um, yeah, um, it's that that's thrown together, but pretty cool because we get to see motor machine guns in AEW. Yeah, uh, I just feel bad you know because i uh, thank god i'm not booking anything because i'd, I'd go crazy probably in a week <laughs> if i had to do this it's uh it's unfortunate but listen chicago gets so many fucking wrestling shows they so, do <laughs> they really do Tony shout Khan out to phil Lindsay. and other wrestling Love you. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of phil Lindsay, he just messaged me he said when do you guys start <laughs> oh really i'm gonna I'm gonna send him the link. Maybe he'll jump on. Oh shit! Um, Lindsay in the house. So it's, right. it's 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 just it's it's a weird card. It's very weird. The, but the, the matches will deliver. The, right. The problem with Tony Khan, he always I'm I'm getting the pattern now. He always booked the matches when it's always two or one week in advance of the pay per view, where he has the rest of the entire month to actually build the pay per view where he could. But for some reason, he chose not to. That, so, that's how I noticed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there into the ether. <clears throat> Hopefully, Tony Khan's listening. Ether? Here's my problem with Tony Khan lately. Man, you should oh, hate him ever since you, you hired Parker Boudreaux. Other than the Parker Boudreaux thing. <laughs> um, he's, he's, putting, he's putting too much into... Booking these hot shot matches. There's no story behind some of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, putting this world title match like on TV. Yeah, great. You probably you did that for fucking ratings. I get it. That's great. But you're booking a whole pay per view. Like literally, the pay per view is what next week. Yeah, you're booking the pay per seven days out. And, he and you're putting it. this pay-per-view on, and I'm not trying to be a dick about this, but you're putting this pay-per-view on against WWE when Triple H has taken over the reins and now made it worthwhile watching. Man, a lot of people are going to say, you're trying to book your coats. <laughs> you're trying to book counterbook. It's stupid. Don't look. One thing I've learned, and I've said this many, many, many times here in Portland, running a wrestling company. Yes, he don't has. worry about what your neighbor is doing. Don't worry about what they're doing. Do what makes you successful. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. You know, you got I, some fire I, matches on there. I got to push but back. You're not on giving them time to breathe. Bit. A little bit, only because, like I was saying, I don't know if this is like a hot shotting or a counter programming or something like that necessarily, maybe a little bit, but I think it's really more because there's just so much going on right now, injury wise. And it's, it's, 
it's, it makes you go, oh, okay, well, we can't have this match now. So now we have to fill in the we have to fill in the the gap, you know, because they like because they're a f- big four pay per view cycle company. You can't. Well, I mean, you know, they do all these named shows in between that are like pay per views in a sense for free, but because they're just a big four pay per view company, they want to make these pay-per-views you know worth your money so they're gonna do danielson and and chris jericho as they've been building up do, for a while now they're gonna do the, the 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 trios for the non-titles they're gonna do christian cage and and uh and oh my god i'm so tired i can't even think of names anymore jungle boy <laughs> They're going to do these things, even though they don't feel like they should be done on the pay-per-view, because they need to. They have to fill in the gaps. Well, not only injury. that, <laughs> they've been running on those stories for about a good two and a half months, and they got they got to finish those that at the pay-per-view and everything. So I don't I don't well, necessarily what? say counter programming like that, but I understand how it feels that way. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it just looks that way. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like great, you have all these amazing shows. What's good, guys? Hanging up the baby, just popped in to show support. Diaper killer is asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Shout out to my boy throwback right there. New daddy in the house. Um, so like, like I was saying, the, the only the problem I have with this, and it, it could be just me, you know, it could be me just, you know, not being not being happy. Um, but I just feel like when Tony's just he's just throwing shit against the wall hoping it'll stick now. Man. I'm gonna say this. There's so much stuff that they could do to a hot shot and counter program. I don't know if Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson is to counteract Johnny Gargano returning. Oh shit. <laughs> I hope not, because they lost that war. <laughs> As much as I, you know, I Brian Danielson is my favorite yeah. fucking wrestler on the planet. Right. But I can't say. Mm, I don't think there's counter programming. It's just not. And plus, not every show is a counter programming. Honestly, not every wrestling show that is. I yeah. agree with that. All Out um, was already scheduled for September fourth. They yeah, collide. In this weekend as well, Romeo. So, this, this, this broke my I heart. Thought, I thought he was going to return tonight. Then there was like big plans. I have happening. actually, Romeo. I have a oh, fantasy book that I think is what's going to happen because Aren't they're doing Romeo? because they're doing a battle royal. I'm wondering if MJF ladder match. Ladder match. I'm wondering if MJF returns and wins as the Joker, wins <laughs> and cashes it in same night. That night, same night. Yep. Maybe Dude, that, that will be the best way to end the pay per view. Low blow. That will and be the, be- the and the pinnacle is in the ring with all the fucking belts, dude. That will be the best. So the are, best are they way to end the pay per view. The whole Warlow and MJF thing never happens, or are they going to look at each other and be like, you know, let's just be bygones, be bygones. 
Well, here's the thing. I was saying this weeks ago that if he came back, he would come back as like the sewer heel. And no, you guys were right. You guys are saying right now he's the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the new Rock. He's the new CM Punk. He's going to come back as a mega face because of the yes, way he definitely. was bashing and shit talking the fucking Tony Khan and how the whole contract thing and how he just vanished. He's going to come back like a conquering king. Yeah. Right. So, the whole I mean, world I, I, I agree. We playing you all. We playing you all. We never hated each other. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, I can see that. I mean, the, the, the way the way CM Punk got beat tonight was like the way Warlow beat the shit out of MJF. That's how it was. And Sean Spears looking over here is like, "Hey, where's my championship belt? Damn it!" Sean Spears <laughs> is like, "Can I get the twenty four seven title?" <laughs> I so what I think. Um, you know, going back to Punk for a second. What I think what ended up happening is the next time he returns, he is he turns heel. Yeah, that's definitely what know, it seems. I don't know when it happens. I, I'm doubting that it's... At, at the, he's, he's not going to turn heel in Chicago because it's Chicago and they're not going to boo him. No, they're not. So, Cleveland, Ohio, definitely he'll be booed. And that's probably why he was booed tonight, which I just now realized that. There are a couple of places where he has shit on the town. Like... Long Island, New York, he shit on. He could turn heel there. Oh, yes. Uh, I think he shit on... Not Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know. Another team in the Northeast that he shit on. I don't know if it was in Boston or something. Maybe it was Boston because of the, oh. the Cubs. Might have been a baseball thing. Um, I think that it's just... Oh, and what what Romeo just said about Punk MJF being the new uh, yeah Superman power trip. I don't know. I mean, I I feel. Damn. Like... Can we get that? Can Damn. we get that, please? Can you imagine the promo oh. between both of them on one person? The oh person my god! Bullied. Can we get that? They will be oh, bullying man. that person. I will be right. so fucking happy. That right uh, there. To answer to answer Romeo's comment above that, because I didn't, I just saw it now. Uh, that would be some good booking. Do you you would you need TK to explain why that was allowed? Though isn't he technically suspended? Hold Is that thought, Drew. Suspended? Hold that thought. Let's go to a quick commercial break so we can bring in our boy Phil Lindsay, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We will be right back. Professional wrestling is one of the toughest sports going today. If you ever dreamed of being a professional wrestler, then former WWE superstar and world tag team champion Sir Mo of the famed tag team Men on a Mission invites you, yes, you, to join his Bumps and Bruises Academy. Now in two locations in Carrollton, Texas and Sherwood, Arkansas. Allow Sir Mo and his head coach, Dante Smiley and other coaches to get you on the road to an exciting and rewarding career. Classes forming now for your shot. Contact Sermo at 704-819-7312 or fill out an information questionnaire now. Don't wait. Make your dreams come true today by joining the Bumps and Bruises Pro Wrestling Academy. Hi, this is James Beard with SWE Fury, and you're watching the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. 
back, joined by my boy Phil Lindsay. Phil, what, what is up? up, my man? What's up? So we're just getting it in real quick, talking about this uh, crazy events from AW Dynamite, man. And uh, wow, um, <laughs> what are, what are your thoughts, Phil? I mean, what, what, on, on what part? On, okay, on so the, right now we're talking match? about the, we're talking about the Moxley. Um, CM Punk title match. Yeah. Wow, there's going to be a title match at fucking All Out. Um, we're we're pretty, we're pretty much trying to book, book what what actually happened to make it worthwhile at this at this show. I mean, you know, uh, uh, true true who he's Romeo said uh, he's seen a meme earlier about CM Punk and MJF, Bruh. the new two man power trip in professional wrestling. What do you what are your thoughts on that? I want the promos, tag team promos with those guys. I want them to bully people. That's all I want. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I do think that it's interesting that he has slowly been proving Max right because Max's point all along is that this isn't you coming out here and being happy and kissing babies. You're not like them. You're like me. And so to watch his guys start up the pinnacle again without MJF, Mm-hmm. And all these other things that are happening. They're all punks friends, too. They're all punks friends. I don't know. I I was just looking at the look on his face as that Ohio crowd cheered as he was getting carried out. And the disappointment on it. That it's just like, no, I've done everything. I want to be liked. It's happening, man. He's he's turning heel pretty soon. (laughs) 2013 all over again. You know what would be really fucking crazy? What if he faked this injury? And what if he's the Joker? (laughs) <laughs> oh, what if he's the Joker in the ladder match? Oh, I think MJF is still the Joker in the ladder match, yeah, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, I hope MJF wins it. I, I, I think this was all a nice way to give Mox a moment in his hometown and to cap off his run as interim champion a nice way because, I mean, basically he's been saying all this time while Punk is away, I'm not interim champion, I am champion. And so now he's basically proved his point. I am champion. I am a two-time champion. And What's so. And so, I don't know. I think this is still to set up the, the rematch. I, I still think that's going to be the main event of All Out. So you think Punk is going to be the main event still? You think he's coming back? Yes. Hmm. So you don't think... So what So what about this injury angle that they worked tonight? What do you think of that? What, what, how does that play into him coming back just a week and a half later and doing another match? Um, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying that he's really hurt. Um, it looked like he was milking it. Uh, there were several parts where he was selling, and he was grabbing the wrong foot. And um, oh someone God, I saw that too. Right. Yeah. And someone pointed and he was out, that out on he the bad foot. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, he was walking foot. out on the bad foot. I was going to say that he was walking out on the bad foot, and the commentators noticed it, and no one paid attention to it. Yeah, I, I think this, again, was this was a nice way to cap off Mox's run and to give him a a nice uh, run in front of crowds because he didn't get that as champion the first time. Um, and I, I think you couldn't have given, given him a better moment in his hometown. Um, this is probably the biggest statement win over Punk that anybody has gotten in the company so far. Um, I think it was a great way to put him over, but I think Punk will be back in Chicago and he will challenge him by all out. Oh. That was Punk's first loss, wasn't it? Oh, uh, second actually, loss. Actually, third second loss. Third. 
I don't remember. Twice to MJF, remember? Yeah. Oh, MJF, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he only lost once to MJF. No, no, no. He lost. It was a. He lost. He lost in Chicago. Then they restarted the match, and he got pinned again. No, he didn't lose that match. He didn't lose that match. It's only two. That they don't count that other one. It's two losses. Shit, I count that motherfucker. You got beat, man. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So I I I feel like MJF will be back by All Out, um, to be the Joker in the ladder match, and Punk. Versus Mox is probably going to be our main event. Oh, what do you what do you think about that, Drew? Uh, it, I kind I for me, I kind of feel like, why did they? What was the reasoning behind doing this match this way, just for Punk to come back to do an all-out match? I'm. That's that's what I question, because I'm trying to figure out why do this injury angle and have Punk lose the title just for there to be a rematch a week and a half later at the pay-per-view. And if you're because I definitely agree with Phil that MGF is coming back as the Joker and winning that match. And my idea before you came on, Phil, was. MJF wins and then cashes that in for that night, and it's MJF versus Moxley at All Out. That that wouldn't be my thing, but if there's just so many, there's so many ways that this can go, and I absolutely love that um, because it yes. should be that way. Very good. Well, I'll ask this question because if. If you teased all this time that you didn't know if Punk was going to come back and then you get him back two weeks before the pay-per-view, you really think they would have risked him in this match if they didn't have this planned? Exactly. That's yeah. I don't think they would have sent him out there to wrestle if no. they did not already have this planned. They definitely have a plan coming. They definitely have a plan coming. So... I yeah, I still think that Punk is the plan for Chicago. You don't have him miss out on the Chicago pay per view and then blow this match in a squash two weeks before you're going back to Chicago. That makes nobody sense. Um Punk let think, him win. Let's just I, be honest. <laughs> I, I, I think like I said, this was a good way to give Mox a good win before and that way it doesn't brought brought Punk back and just wrote Mox off into the sunset after he pretty much carried that main event scene for two months. Yes. Another so thing, how do, another thing that so really, my question I, I want to ask really quickly. So how would how would we get to Punk getting a rematch at All Out between now and can, a week and a half from now? He can always come out and say that he got lucky. He cheated, essentially, because hey, you he know Mox and I tag every ranking member in the ranking system backstage and take them out. Well, saying, not, oh, not, not even you don't even you don't even have to go that far. You don't have to go that yeah. far. Like 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 Phil said, just he'll come out like he do. Literally, all Punk has to do is come out and say, "Hey, Mox, you got lucky. You still aren't the best Cena to be. You still aren't the best John to beat me." Blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Mox is gonna be like, you know what, bitch, let's go. Mox yeah. is a hothead. Okay. Like that's his whole gimmick. He's a hothead. He gets He's talked into shit head. all the time. 
Yeah. So it's pretty easy for him to say. He could just say the only reason you won is because I got hurt on an errant round roundhouse kick. You didn't you didn't you didn't even you didn't even um, aggravate that injury. I aggravated on my own. I beat myself. It should be a triple threat. Man Page didn't get a rematch. Punk doesn't deserve it. Man didn't get a get a rematch because he got beat clean as a whistle, buddy. That is true. Punk did not get beaten clean clean as a whistle. And plus, AEW so sometimes don't do rematches. Not all the time because they do. (laughs) So here, here, here's the thing that I can throw out there for you guys. Let you chew on this for a minute. CM Punk comes out, says he didn't lose. Mox gets pissed. Mox is fine. You want a rematch? Let's go. Punk's like, nope, I don't want to hear. This is next week on Dynamite. I don't want to hear. I want this match in Chicago. Well, it will be. In you know, Chicago. Mox is like, Dynamite's we ain't got to wait to Chicago, bitch. We can do it now. So you know, you know, Punk's a master of mind games. Punk's gonna gonna mess with them. Punk's gonna be like, oh, you got lucky. You're kind of a bitch. Blah blah blah. Oh, really? Let's go. We all know Mox is the hothead. Mox is gonna accept the challenge like an idiot. You're gonna have that match. Maybe maybe Punk wins, but MJF damn MJF is taking the title in Chicago. I feel like I feel like that's overdue. And I don't see that. I don't you know, see it coming this maybe soon. maybe Mox. I mean maybe uh maybe CM Punk did this as a way of saying fuck you to media and fuck you to the fans. Because remember on Twitter the last like week like the last week or so everybody's been churning on there's been like, some heat like CM Punk's gonna leave AEW because he's not happy backstage and he comes out and he shoots on you know he shoots on um on um Hangman Page and even Tony Khan didn't know what was going on. Okay, let me tell you guys something about TV. Before I got into this whole podcasting thing, I worked for a television network. Nothing goes on live television without the producers fucking know. Because realistically, when he went out there, he started talking shit, they could have cut his mic off just like that. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Why let him go through the whole thing? There you would have, though. Call out Hangman Page. Why would they do all that? Like that's I don't know. stupid. Because, because of the punk microphone. <laughs> because it was good television. But... Bring a mic or... Bring oh, no, a, it, it was good television. Don't get me wrong. Like it was heat. But what I'm saying is, Punk did that because everyone was talking shit. We all know Punk beats to his own drum. Literally, he beats to his well, own drum. Punk does what the fuck he wants to do. Well, anybody really from Chicago, does. anybody from Chicago, do what the fuck they want to do. Real talk. Well. I got a pair of Rebellion Air Jordans. Jordan oh, did what he wanted to do when he wanted to do it, I, and that's I, why those shoes are called Rebellion Airs. <laughs> I, I would just say, I can't tell you how I know, but it's not at work. Oh, I already know how you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's not at work. I already how know. You grab, ladies and gentlemen, these motherfuckers are grapsy. They get that con going. <laughs> I, I'm not getting any concoins. Damn! Oh, just I was getting concoins. It'd be a, it'd be a oh, different conversation. We better not say that because next, you know, Twitter gonna be going at Phil talking <laughs> about you get that con going. No, no, they're gonna do that anyway. No, people oh, on Twitter gosh, are gonna be saying, "Oh, how can you guys turn code on AEW to WWE turn code?" Um, here's the thing. I <laughs> I say this. I said this at the very beginning. Yeah. This podcast. This podcast is like Grapsity. Grapsity. They don't fucking. They, if they think the product sucks, guess what? They're going to say it fucking sucks. They're not going to be yep. like, oh, yeah, they're not going to sugarcoat it because of one way or the other. I'm the same way. 
I'm not going to come on a show and be like, hey, man, this show was great. And it was shit. If the show was shit, I'm going to tell you, I'm wiping my ass with this show tonight because it was shit. If it was Just bad, like, it's bad. Yeah. Exactly. There's no, you can't dance around how bad it is. If it's bad, it's just bad. The, and you got the AEW stands and the WWE stands. Just be like, no, all these shows are great. You can't say nothing First bad off, about them. Ladies and gentlemen that listen to this podcast that watch us every week, here's the deal. We're not going to sugarcoat anything for you. We don't We're not sugarcoat be like, shit. You guys are stupid. <laughs> you guys are stupid. You guys got to believe what this promotion says over this promotion. No. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. And guess what? I'm going to tell you either way. But well, don't give a shit. Neither do any of us. (laughs) I I, I do because as a wrestling fan, I don't want someone to program me into thinking something is good when it's not. Yeah. I I think if anything, the last week has proven that people need to retire getting on and saying what is and isn't a work because a lot of fans have no clue what they're talking about. Some people think Vince McMahon retiring is a work. I don't believe that. A lot of things that people (laughs) think are works are not works and the things that people believe in are works there are things that i know for a fact that people believe that are absolutely a work right Mm -hmm. and people will go all out and they will be like this is (laughs) a work and they will stake (laughs) their life i see what you did there (laughs) you like that huh (laughs) Uh, i said on twitter i think this was the most exciting last hour of, of of dynamite ever like just just how unpredictable the last hour was was pretty great. I mean, from the title match uh, to thinking, I was sitting there thinking the whole time that Death Triangle was going to win this match because I'm like, they're not going to give us Osprey versus Kenny this soon, are they? Nope. Hold on, that's a secret word. Uh, well, I'll tell you this: Colton Gun versus Billy Gun. Oh man, father sub beat down. God didn't really it. care too much about it. Like yeah. I, I couldn't care too much about it, but the ending. Was what got me because we are finally going to have the tag team match that we should have had or the tag team that we should have had a long time ago. They're 59 and seven. Yes, they are. That is a crazy ass win, win loss record for the acclaim. The acclaim are so over right now. So Um, over right now. Do do you guys think it was uh, intentional that they said they are the uncrowned contenders like Revival. Or oh yeah, they've been, been that for a while. They've been that for a while. They have a crazy. No, no. Huh. no. I noticed that right away. I said, "Hmm, okay." Hmm. Yep. What do you What do you think, Drew? Uh, I don't know what's going on with the. F- I mean, you know, obviously FTR. They're in the thing with uh with Wardlow and doing that match, but. I had like this weird last week. I had this weird conspiracy theory that the pinnacle has been starting to get mentioned again on TV, and the leader, I guess you could say, technically of the pinnacle was MJF, and MJF, you know, it being out in the news now that MJF is support- reportedly coming back soon. There's all out, and now they're doing the casino battle royale, and there's going to be a Joker, and uh, I don't know. It's it's. I think I definitely think, like I said before, the acclaimed definitely deserve it. It's about damn time. Yes, but I don't know in my conspiracy 
I don't know if FTR have been just getting pushed to the side by accident. I feel I like it's by accident. I feel no. like it's purposeful that they haven't been given a title match yet. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, they'll get their title shot eventually. Um, I just, again, the idea that MJF is right and slowly the pinnacle has been getting back together. Can you imagine, can you imagine if Punk wins the title at the end of All Out and he's out there on FTR's shoulders again with the title and Warlow comes out and walks out there. The whole pinnacle comes out there. And then right afterwards, Max comes out there with that chip holding it over his head. Yes. That would be fire. Yes, it, it would, would be. be. Fire. Bro. And you know Chicago <laughs> fans, Chicago fans are rowdy as fuck, bro. They're gonna love every fucking like me. <laughs> Give me that math at, at that match at Arthur Ashe, please. <laughs> oh my god, if ever Arthur Ashe, whoo, whoo, boy. <laughs> Can we get it? Um Let's talk about some of these other crazy matches first. First and foremost, uh, don't forget to hit that follow button if you haven't already. If you're enjoying yourself, smash the subscribe button too. We are one person away from a hundred followers. One, one person, nine. dude. Do one me a nine. solid. Go, go find your friends on Twitter. Go find your friends on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Yo, find your girlfriends and your boyfriends on TikTok. Find them on Bumble. Find them on Farmers.com. Shane's Farmers. OnlyFans. Wherever you got to find them, ladies and gentlemen. My only fans. Yo. Tell them to go like, click, and subscribe, and join us here every week. We got Phil Lindsay from Grapsity. We got your boy right here, the not the, the mixologist, not Julian, Drew, <laughs> Big Money Drew from FIFO. We got Shane Husky down ago, here. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, you never know who's gonna pop up on this show, man. You never know. Um, let's talk about this. I'm, I'm, really I'm excited about disappointed that Marie Shadows is not in here. I want her to glow tonight. I want her to you know, she'd be happy. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Britt Baker versus Kaylin King. That was a good match. I actually I've said like, this yeah. over the last three weeks. Kaylin King, bro, she is making waves. She is ready to be brought up to TV on a she permanent basis. She's a superstar in the making. I think Kaylin King is going to be the next um um Let's hurt right now. Um the alien girl. Oh, Chris Statlander. Uh, Chris Her oh. and Chris Statlander together, dude, they will be a monster tag team. Um, we're talking like Williams and Brody. Um, uh, Williams and Gordy. I mean, like, dude, think about that. She is so good. Yes, I've watched her on Dark. I've watched her on Dark Elevation. Like, I've taken... She's I've taken a killer promo. Yes, she does. I, I've taken an eye to watching her, her work. She is freaking phenomenal, dude. And Tony Khan... You need to give her a fucking all elite graphic before you give that Parker Boudreaux motherfucker yeah. one because that's right. that's for true. That's true. She should have won against Too late. Baker. Parker's Parker's already. No, I, I know, I know. I got heat with Tony Khan about that because man, whew, there's so many other dudes that deserve that. Why does he? Why does he overreact every time he gets a gets a clothesline off? He has to, to like, he to like shake it. Like it's like what are he's you doing, like buddy? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you having a seizure? Are the lights messing with you? Like, what's going on? I know the answer to that. He's trying to be like Brock very hard right now. He's trying to be like Brock. He just got toned it down a little bit. I did think this oh. last week when he uh, almost flew out of the ring Woo! and he landed right on his feet. That was yeah. smooth. I was like, that was actually pretty cool. I'll give him I'll give him that. 
That was luck. He's got to calm down. <laughs> he's, got to, he's got to calm down. He over-celebrates after every time he gets that clothesline off. I'm like, he all right, guys. Brock Lesnar, okay. what yeah. he's done. I saw the, I, I, like, I watched... your arms over them. Like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, why are you straddling that guy like, 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 like as a Bang Bros video? Like, what's wrong with you? The Bang Bros video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, uh, I just don't like Parker Boudreaux. I have personal reasons why I don't like this guy. Yeah, um, personal Shout out to my girl, Jordan Max. She knows why. Um, if y'all like anyway. Parker Boudreaux, that's fine with you. You can like him all you want. Mm-hmm. You can like who you like. I don't care. I yeah. just don't have to like him. Um, but yeah, Kaylin like, King. I don't like I mean, King. Drew, what are your thoughts on Kaylin King? I didn't really know much about her, but I watched... I was watching Dark this week, funny enough. I, I, I've been kind of trying to catch Dark more lately. Uh, I've tweeted about how absolute shit the YouTube live chat is for that show. Oh, yeah. Um, it's or, terrible. Yeah. Uh, you need a mod. I mod. I'll help you out with that. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it's seriously, it's... So for Kylan, I, I, I really liked her a lot. and I She came out on Dark... And they did that brawl to end dark, which is not a normal thing for them to do. And I was very much into this match. And I'm so happy that they showed dark and they played dark into this to really sell it on TV. And I, I kind of hope that they did more of that with dark instead of just random two minute somewhat squashy type of matches. Because, uh, yeah, I saw that Trustbusters thing that they did on Dark This Week, and I, it's so funny, that, that Phil, that you said the same thing that I realized in my head. It's like, Jesus Christ, Parker, calm down with this clothesline shit. <laughs> you, you just did a clothesline. You don't have to celebrate like you won the World Series. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I like her. I hope that she gets signed because I think she would be a great get for this women's division. Right she should have been added a... in, the, in the Fatal 4-Way match at All Out after that performance, obviously. Honestly, she should have uh, been Britt Baker tonight. It's okay to have Britt Baker to lose. It's all right. <laughs> mm. uh, you thought Britt was going to miss All Out? Come on now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, not even Britt. But I'm just saying she should have been added, but also Britt should have lost tonight. This was a really good showing for Kaylin King. And for her to have such yeah. a showing with Britt Baker, like a former two-time champion, like, dude, come on. Like, that was, that was a star-making performance, man. I'm, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Um, yeah. If she doesn't I think they get, sign her. Yeah, if she doesn't get signed, there's no freaking justice here, bro. Like, I, if, she, if she doesn't get signed, I'm, I'm going to... How the hell is she not going to get signed while <laughs> Parker Boudreaux does? How the hell does that make sense? Uh-huh. I don't know. Hey, um, well, hey, you already you already know my my thoughts on that. There's a hundred thousand other dudes out there that are way better, more talented guys. Exactly. Way better, more talented guys. I, I mean, I know dudes. I got a bag. I got a I got a bag that has my wrestling gear in it. That's more talented than Parker Boudreau. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Wow. Your bag's probably had better matches too. I'm just saying. So I mean, my bag has certainly been more places than he has. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you know, my bag has got my bag has got stamps from Japan. Like, where the fuck is Parker? Wow. Been? Come on, man, Trustbusters. You, you collect bumper stickers every Jesus time you go <laughs> And the name on, Trustbusters. I'm yeah, just come on, man, Trustbusters. Trust he, he, 
He got the West Side Gun seal of approval too, man. Fourth rope, baby. Come on. <laughs> okay, now that right there, I just, I that right there pisses me off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that pisses me off. I, enough said. N- enough said. I can't go. I, I just can't go no more. Can't go no more. Kylie King. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just fucking can't stand it. Um, yeah. but the little four way brawl that happened at the end of the Britt Baker Kaylin King match, setting up the great. tag team match for next week. Um, you know me. I want Jamie Hader to win. Ain't I think Jamie Hader should fucking finally get pushed. She's so uber talented. She's so talented. Carl Sheeta, amazing. I love everything she does. I'm so happy um, she's back on TV. I really am. The sad part is, you know, they're gonna put the belt on Tony Storm, right? I, I, it makes sense to put the belt on. Tony. It, it um, does because she was already destined to win it. So yeah. I kind of, I kind of think this was either going to be a triple threat or a four way anyway. I think they were going to change the match, even if Rosa you know didn't get hurt. Uh, but I, I feel like Tony was going to win. Um, yeah. So I, I'm still predicting that Tony's going to win. Um, I wouldn't be mad if she'd have won though, because I just don't think she got her moment in front of live crowd. She was champion all that time during the pandemic. Uh, she was champion over 300 days, correct? Yeah, still the yeah. longest reigning champion in the company. By yeah. The way. Yeah. So. She had banger yeah. matches too. She had some really good she, matches. I mean, yeah, banger matches. Just Ooh. like Moxley, who is now having the run of his life in front of real fans and not plant fans. You know, I think it's also time for Karushita to have another chance in front of a live crowd. People hey, love her. Ro- Romeo said this, and this makes a lot of sense, bro. Romeo said, "I got a bone to pick. The Thunder Rosa promo should have been done in the ring. Would have given yes, yes. I fully, fully agree with that. Um, I don't like." How AEW has treated Thunder Rosa as champion? I really don't either. And I'm a I don't like how AEW treat their women roster. Period. Because they don't give them enough time. They don't give them enough time at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I don't like the way they treat her as champion. Uh, Britt Britt was getting like main events at Arthur Ashe. Britt was getting TV time every week. Britt was doing this. She was doing that. Thunder Rosa became champion. I've I'm friends with Thunder Rosa. I love her. But I almost forgot she was fucking champion. <laughs> well, I mean, she's made of it at some shows. But but think she's about not it. Enough how many? How, was. how many? Cha- how many times have you seen her on television as, as a as a champion? Not in a tag team match. Uh, a lot. She's been in a the lot. The fact of that tag you guys. Matches. The fact that you guys. But, are I, even but thinking. I feel like. She, but like I said, she has she has main evented shows. She be, she main evented Battle of the Belt. Um, I feel like she main evented. Was it Dynamite or Rampage? It was one of the two. I don't remember. Okay, let me let me put you this way. Let me put you this way. Who is the most recognizable women's champion in AEW right now? It's Britt, by far. Yeah, Britt. Sadly, it's Britt. She ain't even the champ. Champion. I know. She ain't even the champ. I'm saying right now, right now, today, fucking. August 24th, 2022. Who is the most recognizable champion, women's champion in AEW? Oh, right now? Jade, by far. Jade is the second tier champion. Yeah. Jade, but Jade feels like a bigger star than Rosa. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Why is your world champion not not placed up on a pedestal? Um, I think it was a little bit of bad timing. And then I think the way that her reign started didn't quite help having Vicky come out and cut that dumb promo didn't really help 
And, you know, I just think it was a string of things that happened after she became champion that did not help her out. Um, Britt certainly didn't help her out by bringing up the sandbagging stuff on the internet and then on TV. Uh, With a shirt. <laughs> yeah. And, That's... And, yeah. So I, I just think it was just a, a, a number of things that didn't help her. Hopefully going away for a little bit will, you know, make the crowd miss her. So when she does come back as champion and she gets the match with the interim champion, it'll feel like a bigger deal. Hopefully. Okay. Now, here's a question. I want you I want you to answer this, Phil. Drew's already given his, his intake on it. So is Shane. What are your thoughts on this interim champion shit? Um I think it's fine because I think especially right now that you've established it. Um, because I said that to somebody off mic, but you think people were complaining before that she didn't get to have her promo in ring? Can you imagine if they took the belt off of her and they didn't take the belt off Punk? Can you imagine the way people would have complained? Yeah, yeah no. They, they had to do the same for her that they were doing for the men's title. So I understood it. And that's, yeah, they have built that up throughout their whole the whole company so far because we had a T we had an interim TNT champion. Yep. We have now so now we've had an interim world champion and now we're gonna have interim women's champion. So it it as like I said before, I I, I understand why people could be upset with it because <clears throat> it's not exactly a wrestling thing, but I don't mind. It's not something that's make or break for me at the end of the day because if it gives us really exciting programs like what we saw with Punk and Mox, yeah, I'm all for it. Same yeah. here. I mean, the interim title thing hasn't turned into a bad thing yet. I mean, we got that great ladder match uh, with Sammy and Cody out of the oh, interim title. Oh, great ladder match! So, oh yeah, that's right. That was fantastic. I, I mean, cutter. Yeah, so this could this could work out for Rosa. Um, I don't know. All right, and your thoughts, guys. On the main event, well, no, no, no. Let, let, let's go to Moxley's post-match comments first. Moxley was saying, "This is my time," and you know, honestly, you have to agree with everything you said. Basically, that was Moxley's way of saying, "Fuck you guys for saying I'm just a paper champion." Because guess what? Yep, this is you, my time. You raise the internet. Now is my time. Stupid. Yeah, he was, he was John Cena to AEW confirmed. That's what I posted on Twitter too. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of likes on that. <laughs> yeah, he he was talking, but see, that's even more reason why I feel like this was done intentionally because it was a way to give him his moment. It was his hometown. Um, yeah, I I thought it made Mox look great, and him coming back and doing a promo afterwards, rubbing it in, I thought it was fantastic. You know what I thought was fantastic? The fact that fucking William Regal walked onto the ring with him. And didn't say Brian Danielson is the best wrestler in my group. And John look Moxley. at my boy over here, Willer Yuta. Willer Yuta is the best pure wrestler in the group. And then we got the strongest man in the group with my man Claudio Casignoli. And then there's Mox. And then there's <laughs> Mox. Like, wow. That's like saying, This is my Have son, the best kid in my family. Oh, and there's my other son. <laughs> what the fuck? That, uh, that regal impression was kind of less British and more the Godfather. Yeah, I'm Canadian. What do you expect? <laughs> Man, that was 
that was definitely one of the few things Punk said in that promo that I was like, okay, that's just not true, Punk. Him being the third guy in this group, that's just Cap. Um, I, I know that Claudio <laughs> is the new flavor of the month, but come on, he's better than Claudio. Let, let's let's come on. <laughs> Mox is absolutely hey, but at least the second guys, best guy in the group. You got to admit, though, Punk's, Punk's uh, comments about, you're not even the best John I've been in the ring with, bro. Stand right. in the chest. <laughs> I mean, no, he... He he was cooking in that promo. It was just oh, that he one was part like a dog on Kingston. Like, yeah, he was like, oh, "Hey, yeah. Brady Kingston, not even the best, not even the best Kingston have been in the ring. Shut the locker room with." I was like, "Wow, these guys ain't number one at anything, bro." That, yeah, that line killed me. I said, "Yeah, he's in his back." But again, I'm afraid why. if I touch you, I'm gonna make you bleed. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. That, that shit was, was funny as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, we had a Moxley match. He didn't bleed. Oh shit! Oh my god! It's like, Dude, this is like the first time in four weeks he hasn't bled. He give give, it, give like, it another week. He's probably give in the locker room. He's like, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, man. I, I would have, you know what? I would have popped so much if he was bleeding a little bit in the backstage pro. Bro, <laughs> just... right? He, walked, he just walked in and was like, bleed. Oh, yes. There we go. He, he did. Uh, so, yeah. here, here, here's a comment that makes a lot of sense. Into a question. door. <laughs> right? Goldberg. Look. Um, Where was the BCC when Danielson was getting jumped? Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Yes. I didn't think about that, dude. When Jan- when Danielson got beat up earlier, the fucking BCC didn't come save Eddie Kingston didn't come save him. Nobody like, came to save Eddie him. Eddie Kingston hates everybody. He doesn't well, like Eddie, Eddie wasn't going to come because he doesn't like Brian. And he doesn't like anyone. What, is it, what else is new? And, and story-wise, story why wouldn't Wheeler come out and help? He doesn't like Garcia. True, 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 and but then again, why wouldn't Kingston come out because he don't like Jericho? Yeah, he doesn't like anybody. But right that's the whole thing. Where was Claudio? Sure. Claudio was like, I got a world title match later on. I can't go out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love how they have done. I might Danielson. I will say this though: this is a wrinkle that they've really done so well with the whole. BCC presentation because you know I, I think I mentioned it on the show you know a while back but they still are doing they're still doing the thing where the the baby face of the group comes out of the baby face tunnel and the heel of the group comes out of the heel tunnel and Moxley walks through the crowd because he's both essentially um I've loved that so much so what could be and I I mean of course it's it's your group members you want to help your group member uh but danielson is still technically the heel according to presentation of the bcc yeah so that could explain why nobody came out to help him regardless if he's the heel or not they're supposed to be like a, a faction a group I mean, they're friends they're the buddies they're like a part of the same family it's like if your brother was getting beat up, would you watch him get beat up? Like you'd be like, "Yo, I mean, I like your punk ass right now, but I'm gonna jump in and help you because we're family." Like the whole BCC, the whole BCC group was built on the fact that they all bled together. Bled or blood brothers. Like we're, we're this is like right. Like yeah. to, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ex, I'm gonna put Shane out of this real quick. But you guys ever see that movie Blood In Blood Out? No, no. Like, God that? damn you, Drew. How <laughs> do you feel? Come on, man. Okay, basically. It's like being in a gang. You get jumped in, you bleed. You get bleed. You bleed when you get jumped in. You bleed when you get jumped out. BCC, that's a gang. 
they all bled to get into gang, this gang. group. <laughs> everybody except right. Everybody except uh, Claudio. Claudio's the only one that didn't get busted open to get into the group. Claudio got like, yo, homie, um, you my little brother's friend. I'm gonna let you in. Yeah, that he got he got the buddy. He got the fucking Nike buddy pass to get in. He's like, come on, nigga, get you into the Nike store real quick. Right. That's what that was. <laughs> wink, wink. Hey, I man. Hey, listen. I've seen four brothers. Okay. Does that mean anything? Same shit. Same shit. Okay. You see Animal Kingdom? Same shit. Right. Um, but the, I but watched before. Him... <laughs> hey, Phil. Your boy uh, Drew over here saw CB4 right now. <laughs> We're putting him up on movies to watch. Next, he's going to watch Belly. <laughs> which I, which I'm, I'm still trying to find uh, Dawn of the Dead 1996. I'm, I can't I'm, find I'm so anywhere. happy that you finally watched Tombstone, Shane. Tombstone was a I'm great so movie. I really Tombstone. enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't mention that. That's a gang warfare movie. <laughs> Man, right from the get ten minutes in some movie, you right, getting, everyone you're wearing like, a red sash, you're getting killed. <laughs> One of the dudes literally stole stole the wife. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill this guy. And I'm gonna take you. She's like, okay. Right. Pre- yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah, Isn't but the, the, the the whole thing with uh, with Daniel Garcia has just been masterful. I not enjoyed such a quick rise like this in so long because he deserves the world and I am just so happy that he's been put in the spot because he deserves it. He honestly does. I mean, he's he's been so perfect in this role in the last few weeks and I'm... I'm excited to see what happens now because you guys were saying maybe he should be the special guest referee for the match. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I uh, I, I feel like it should just be a regular one-on-one and there shouldn't be any type of shenanigans with that match. There's already uh, giving matches at all out anyway. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. um, But I'm... Well, the whole show is giving matches. I can see... Oh, Garcia still kind of like going back to Jericho Appreciation Society still, but just you know, like you could see him in the background being like not happy with what he's doing just because he feels like he owes his career to Chris Jericho. He owes his debt to Jericho, so um, yeah. So like tonight, I was kind of like, mm, is he gonna like swerve and 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 still align with Chris, but I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen, and I love how unpredictable it is. I love it so much. Because you really don't know what's going to yeah. happen. Um, yeah. what, if, what if Punk comes out next week and goes, you, <laughs> me, first blood match. All right. <laughs> 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 that was just one second. Tell me one second, Phil. Dude, we know Mox is gonna go over. We know that's gonna happen. <laughs> Mox is gonna, Mox is gonna air bleeding. Like, oh shit, man! When he walks into the door, like over and walking out, and uh, get some air. The air will make a bleed. Like, before shit! The I, ju- I just, I just um, bleed when I'm breathing. I'm gonna I lose. Just when I'm <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I, w- I definitely wouldn't want to. Do a predictions on that shit because I was lost. <laughs> exactly, Mox right wakes away. up, starts bleeding. 
Yeah, I mean, if he does yeah, that, fuck great show. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Mox is like, shit, that means I can't really bleed off the back. Fuck! <laughs> now, let's talk about, like we just so, mentioned, the main event. Let's get to that main event. Oh, and Jesus Christ. Oh, man, that main event. Oh, my God, look at that. Wow. We got a guy for three months. For three months. Yeah. For our, our bot. Three months. Wow. Shout yeah. out. That match that's needed that's to main event stuff the show. Right there. If um, there was this else. main event match, my oh God. God, like I seen Phil popping off on Twitter. <laughs> Some of the stuff they went on in this match was un freaking believable, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, my, my I, man, were hard during this match. Goddamn. I've said before that uh, the first. Out uh, when you know when I came back to wrestling in 2012, and I was just watching WWE. The first thing that I saw outside of the WWE bubble in 2016 was Ricochet versus Will Ospreay's Best of Super Juniors match, and mm-hmm. that opened up my world to a whole new form of wrestling that I'd never seen before. Right. Um. So. As, you know, look, listen, people hate Osprey for reasons, but you cannot deny that he is an outstanding professional wrestler. He is a very outstanding it's, professional wrestler. He gets it. He knows exactly what to do, move for move, and he is one of the best performers in wrestling out there right now i know some people shit on oh the the, the spots and the flying and the not selling just, and all that they stuff they just need to say they don't like wrestling that's all they that's all they need to say they just need to say that he <laughs> makes it work so much yeah and and oh, that's man. that is gonna happen match. soon that's gonna happen soon and match. apparently uh, i saw i saw that omega and Osprey traded some words after Dynamite went off the mm-hmm. air. Pickle fan, you blind. I hope that that's out there somewhere because I want to watch that. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look this, it up. I got to find that. I said this during the G1 um, because Osprey was being a little spicy boy and he was trying to beat Okada with the one winged angel. And I was sitting there the whole time and I said, hmm, I wonder if he's doing that on purpose because the G1 was the same day as as omega's return and so i was like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wouldn't mm-hmm. there be something if he beat him with the one-winged angel and then when he lost i was like oh omega has all the fuel he he he, he wants now and so after the match when he threw that in his face that you've never beat okada i was like perfect <laughs> yes <laughs> bro just and then you know kenny walking down to the ring oh man he Don was Wrapping himself on his wrist, like, please don't go, please don't go. Save Funny it. way to go off the air. Funny way to go off the air. Um, this yeah, could be, um, it could be one of two things. One, it could be a really great killer fucking super, super. This match, this is where I have a problem with the tag team brackets. This match, instead should of have been being, all out. Yeah, this match should have been for the title at all out. Instead of the, the Elite should have been on the other order. side. 
They should have been on the or other the side. Bucks no, up if on... they were on the other side, they'd be on the same side with Dark Order. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, like, like, would you Dark want? Order I mean, I rather, I rather the Bucks face Aussie Open and, and Osprey at the pay per view, the pay per view quality match. Yeah, that's a at the pay per view, as opposed to next week on TV. That, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, TV is great. Yeah, Dark Order is still thing, and they're fine. I think they're doing that because I think. Best friends are going to end up in the finals, and the best best friends deserve to be in the finals. Um, if I mean they didn't they didn't by accident say that they're the longest trio, they're the longest standing trio in the company last week. Um, so see, yeah, Phil, they're definitely going to be. That's the reason why I like you. I, I, that's another. That's the reason why I like you. See, Phil's like me. He he he. I tell my kids this all the time. Don't just right listen to what I'm. Don't just hear what I'm saying. I mean, don't just listen to what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. I'm thinking that every too. week. Every week, someone says something, and you're just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. But then you think about it. What the shit? Like, okay, he said that. Damn. Yeah. That best might be true. Be in the gonna... and, Matt, and honestly, I wouldn't be mad at Best Friends win, because I feel like that's the best way to me get... either. Yeah, that's the best way to get titles on, on, on those guys and Orange Cassidy, because Orange Cassidy is talent. overdue. Yeah. Homegrown talent. Absolutely. Right yeah, so... If you I mean, noticed... I, most of the AEW champions are not homegrown. Did, did, Except for Mox. Did, 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 did. Except for Mox. Mm-hmm. You're going to have an AEW Women's Champion that has been in AEW this whole time. You're going to have the AEW Tag Team Champions are going to end up being Max Caster and fucking Anthony Bowens. I really they said it tonight. They're, I don't think they're winning. They said it. They're AEW. I mean, I, look, look, man, look. I know, I know Will's fucking family members with Strickland. I, I know Swerve from his days up here in the Northwest. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Tony Khan, the way he's booking shows, I see new tag team champions. I honestly I think there's money I, in a swerve Keekley feud than there is in being champions. I mean they, they were already being teased on when they were gonna break up before they won the tag team champions. I, I do think they're gonna break up, but I don't think just yet. I Honestly, I, I it definitely is too soon to break them up. Definitely yeah. is too soon, which is why they're holding off on the FTR versus Swerve in our glory match is because they want them to have a longer title reign. Because if they didn't, people will be twice as pissed at that. Yeah, I yeah. man, look, this I, Twitter, I Twitter's toxic. People are gonna be pissed regardless of what happens. But it's after. I mean, look, think about it this way: when Swerve and our glory won the tag team match. When, when they won the tag team titles, people were salty. They were like Jim Ross salty. They were like Laurie Season Salt salty. Wow. They were like, like the fucking ocean salty because they were ocean like, spray? why didn't fucking? They were like, why didn't why didn't uh, Caster and Bowens win the belts? Why didn't you know they've been tag team? They've been number one contenders for forever. Why is it like like we were complaining last week? Why isn't the the number one ranked team who holds IWGP? ROH and AAA tag team belts. Why aren't they getting shot at the world tag team titles? Oh, they will. They Everyone's like, will. "Oh, the They're Bucks don't right. want those guys having the belts because the Bucks hate them." Like, it's, I don't think it's, that's true. It's stupid. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I saw stupid. a lot of that. People saying that they didn't want to take a loss to them, even though they took a loss to them. Yes. Earlier, right? Year. That's what I'm. It's, it's uh, all these fans. Over. Okay. Yeah. I've I've seen some people tonight saying that they're holding FTR back. I was like, yeah, they're holding them back to three titles. Right, they have the right. How are they holding it back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Prominently putting them on TV, putting the belts on TV. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Dax, Dax is having the best wrestling career, wrestling year of his career. Harlan. And Man. they're somehow still being held back. I, all right. <laughs> you weren't here when we discussed it earlier, but 23 near falls. 23 near falls in their match, dude. That and, was and one of the most Dax exciting match? matches Dax has ever wrestled. Yeah, Dax and Lethal matches. Yeah, that was a great match. Um, I loved it. Man, I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of people have to be honest. The way that we, you guys, were just talking about Osprey, a lot of problematic guys can really wrestle, man. And they really yeah. can. Jay Lethal has not missed in about a year. This guy nope. has been having fantastic matches all year. He has. That is a fact. Issues, man, and, and, and that's another thing too. We didn't we didn't touch on that earlier, but. Like, here's my thing, okay? I don't give a shit what you do outside the ring. It's not affecting your work in the ring. Deal with your personal life. Don't bring your personal life into your professional life. I'm that way. I don't bring my personal life on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, Snapchat, none of that shit. My, my personal life is my personal life. My, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, shit. <laughs> my, my, not, hey, yo, my Jordan collection is better than the Bucks, and they both hate on me because of no, it. No, your Jordan's better than Marco I said, Nick, every time now. I get a new pair of shoes, I shoot a picture of Nick like, you got these? You got these? Oh, no, I didn't get those yet. Where, where'd you get them? Psst, I work at Nike, fool. That's why I got them. But <laughs> that's that's that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you said, problematic people, you, they have issues. So what? Their issues are off the air. Their issues are... Whatever, this, this let them do what they that. do outside. Yeah, yeah. A lot of problematic people are good wrestlers. TJP, this, this is why I wrestler. see that some people are just yeah, good friend of mine. Just Look, man. Yeah, my only fans is off the chain, bro. I only have one fan. I'm a chain with the only fans. Oh only man, fan. yeah, only fan right here. Apparently, I have one too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, this match, like. Bro, I'm 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 excited for the simple fact that they actually put the United Empire over. Yeah, because I, I thought it was, oof. you bring, you bring these guys from Japan, oh, you bring these guys, and you bring Cobb, and you bring in Great Okan, and you bring all these guys in, and you job them out. Like we we're talking about the uh, Open Forbidden Door show. I was like, and Julian, Julian was really pissed off about this because it's like there's four of us on this podcast right now. Let's say. I'm the world champion. Phil's the 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 New Japan Pro Wrestling World Champion, and Drew is the the AAA World Champion. And we're gonna have a all titles on the line match, but Shane's in it. What the fuck are you bringing to the picnic? <laughs> like I'm Shane up at the barbecue with a plate and ain't brought shit. You know, when they talked about that match with all the titles on the line, and and then these guys come in with no titles. And then like, when Tony Khan's booking, I'll be taking all the gold. I, just I, I, I was just upset at the fact that that they jobbed out the IWGP Tag Team Champions like right after they won the belts. Right after they won the belts. Yeah. That's like Marie for like was what? pretty mad about that. And Marie Shadows was pissed off about it too. But yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I see they're making the FGR the best tag team in the world. Send them over to the World Tag League so they can destroy all the tag teams over there. Then they can claim to be the best in the world. Have yes. them on the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team titles. You know, I mean, who are the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions right now? Is this still the, no. the Good Brothers? Good Brothers. Good Brothers. Nerd. Yeah. Too sweet. Um, Shout out to my boy, Drew. Yeah. Um, really anyway. good match. Um, 
I, I think we have to give them credit too because all this time I'm like, all right, when are we getting the payoff to this Kip thing? Boy, Did they, they couldn't have done off. it any better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy about that. I was when he ripped up the ass, dude was like, had a duct, duct tape on his lips and everything. I was like, that right there was some Joker shit. Right. It really that was. Very good. You remember that one, I, that one Batman where all the hostages were actually the, yep. the, the police? Now the police were actually the bad guys. And they put the mask. Yeah, same shit, same shit. It was awesome. It was it was, it was a great, a great way to pay off this thing. Um, Keep been doing that. Box and then he jumped over the guardrail and put the ma- put the box back on his head. Classic, classic. He and then he, he got was doing that for a full calendar year. One that, year. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, I, uh, he was. Do- I didn't know that he was doing it at the time, but when I was at Arthur Ashe last year. He was apparently outside with the box taking pictures. I never saw him, but he, that was already almost a full calendar year, and I think he was already doing it for a couple of weeks before that. So that's like very long term. But I mean, I don't think I don't think that this was what the end result was always going to be. Unless I mean, maybe it was. But if it was, I don't know if I would have done it that way. But I'm really happy that this was the way that they did it because it was perfect and it played right into the feud that they're having for the all Atlantic title. Uh and it cost them the match. So it's just that that's exactly what wrestling needs to do. It accomplished everything in that moment. So I'm very happy for it. Same here. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um I don't think they could have handled it any better. I think the way that they have been slowly recognizing he was front row every week. Uh, I mean, even even Omega mentioned him in his promo last week. And so I was like, yeah, they're putting him on TV more and more in a box. I was like, eventually he's going to do something. Um, yeah, I thought the way they pulled that off was great. Thanks, King of the Indies. Um, yeah, yeah, the match itself was just, just, oh my God, just man. spot city, buddy. But you know the, the great, great thing about this match? All the spots made sense. It really like, did. I'll tell you, the, the, the sequence with, with Ray Phoenix and fucking um, Will Ospreay in the beginning, oh, my God. Oh. Dude, they were going, 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 going. Like, I was, like, back and forth, back and forth. Like, what's going on back? What, what, like, like, just going. It was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. I couldn't tell you how much I enjoyed this. I feel like, man, my nipples were getting hard by watching this. It's like, goddamn. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to hear about that, Shane. Please. Yeah, that, man. That, Shane, uh, you're a sick man. That, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that double poison Rana spot, and then uh. they just landed perfectly and were staring each other down. And then, and the top row brain buster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The top row brain buster freaked me out, dude. I Yeah, it, it, it did like, to me, too. But it was a legitimate top row brain buster. I was like, okay, that was an actual move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, Osprey's been having a fantastic year. I haven't seen an Osprey match this year that was not good. But some of the stuff he did in this match, that uh, that hurricane run off the top rope, and he just landed on his feet like it was nothing. I was like, oh. what? And when... When Pac was going on top of the turnbuckle to even the further post, like, oh, God, please, please be careful. Please be careful. Oh, please yeah, careful. the moonsault to the outside? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it's scary going on the top rope, man. Yeah. Like, you really got to be careful with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Who are you telling, Shane? <laughs> I'm just saying, in the you way forget, it looks, the only wrestler scary. on the podcast here. <laughs> Shit. 
I know. I know about I'm the craziness saying, from Off the Top Rope. The, You've the seen some of the crazy looks, stuff I've done. <laughs> Sometimes it I looks scary. Movies. I just, just close my eyes and wish that uh, that they ca- and pray they catch me, right? <laughs> like realistically, um, yeah. This was, yeah uh, so I mean, th- this was this match. I mean, if I had to, if I had to rate this match on scale one to ten, ten being fantastic, uh, nine point two seven five. I'll give it eleven stars. How about that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, there, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> yeah, eleven stars. Not even in Tokyo Dome. Not even, not even the Tokyo Dome, it. bro. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Drew, what are your thoughts? Uh, they are in awe because this was every the past couple of weeks now. Dynamite's main event, I have said like you could argue has been the best Dynamite main event in Dynamite history, and it's just like back after back. It's it's it keeps going. It's like, what is the main event going to be next week? <laughs> because it, uh, I this match was. Everything that I love about wrestling, everything that I love about wrestling, and like I said, Ricochet Osprey, that was the first out of WWE match I had seen, and I've been a huge fan of that ever since. First, and I need more. So, first, first out of WWE match was Sammy Owens, and that's why I liked him so much because they were my first. Out of WWE matches, Ring of Honor. <laughs> um, Burn of the Night. Fucking Brian Danielson screwing up his own name. Uh, <laughs> he was he was going off and he's like he was like, if your man, he said, if your hero Owen Hart was standing right here, who do you think he would say was a better wrestler? What do you say it was Chris Jericho? Or what do you say it was Daniel? I mean Brian Danielson. <laughs> Like, I was getting I was getting scared at, at one name. point because he was saying all these dead wrestlers and I was like, is he gonna right. say the guy that we all should If Chris say? Benoit was alive, like, wow. Whoa, hold <laughs> up. We can't say that. If Arrow four oh four Arrow four oh four was alive. Arrow four oh four. Hey man. Yeah, if he just ran out with hey, like if, if Pegasus kids it <laughs> So wait a minute, doesn't that be Arrow? <laughs> Era 404 is technically vacant, so technically vacant one. <laughs> Tiger Mask. <laughs> Pegasus kid was still oh, here. Man. Who do you think he would have picked? <laughs> yeah, right? But no, he, was, he was absolutely spitting in that part, and I was like, oh, shit. I, I know that some fans have gotten Jericho to believe he's the greatest professional wrestler. Is. You're not, sir. You're not. Stop saying yeah. that. Yeah. One of the greats, but not the greatest. Isn't he also? Isn't he also technically not the last survivor of the Heart Dungeon or something? I saw somebody saying that on Twitter last week. That that's actually not the case. Uh, he's the. What does he say? He's the last student. The last student of the Heart he Dungeon. He's the last the survivor student. of the Heart Dungeon. Or survivor. Yeah. Student. I don't remember which one of those. Right, if it's survivor, that's absolutely not true. I think he's saying he's the last student. Yeah, last um, student. If, if if he's the last survivor, that's not true. There, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, Brett Brett's still walking around, guys. He's not he's not dead. He's, <laughs> he's, still he's got two legs. <laughs> he's not dead. Still uh, not apo- apologizing for Goldberg as he should be. Nah, man. He's yeah. keeping that same energy. Uh, yeah. Hey, think that, can you blame him? I I'd be angry too. It's like, no, nah, man. Where do you think that his uh? Yeah. Where do you think that his uh his uh favorite son Punk got it from? Yeah, he's not letting that go. <laughs> favorite son. Man, that book reminds me a lot of like me. I can relate. <laughs> Man. All right, boys. With that being said, 
Phil, tell the people where they can find you at. Uh, I think you can find me on Twitter. I think you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, at PhilDO616 on Twitter. Um, I guess you should follow me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you, hey, man, you got you some of the hottest hot takes out there, man. Hot oh, takes. Man, I don't, I don't have hot takes, man. Hot takes imply that I'm not right. Bro, okay. Let, let me put it this way, ladies and gentlemen. If you want an entertaining, if you want to look at an entertaining Twitter and look at some of the tweets that Phil puts out, just go look at the shit Phil puts out because he, he Phil will say something day. at nine o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then I'll look at him. I'll, I'll go on Twitter like at two in the afternoon, and the thread is long as fuck with people just like yes. just going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing nothing, man. I'll be just tweeting. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, watch, <laughs> watch Grapsity on Saturdays at noon Eastern. That's me and Will Washington and Righteous Reg. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I should be plugging something else. Uh, can read my stuff at Bleacher Report. Yeah, Phil's just a man of plenty. He's a man of man of many things. Very few oh, words. I. Uh, <laughs> He's a real man with a plan. I, I I've I've watched some of the response to that Punk Mox match, and man. I just the way that people are celebrating like this is the end. I'm telling you, all it did, it was just too much stuff that was intentional, man. Again, yeah. just looking at Punk's face as he was getting carried out. Nah, the revenge tour will be great. The they also tour they is coming. They put that out on Twitter on AEW's Twitter very quickly, very quickly before he was up the ramp. It was already out on Twitter. Yeah, it really was. He was still walking on the good leg or the bad leg, whichever fucking leg, and it was already out there, bro. It was already out there. Haven't have, have oh, Ace Steel come out there and Ace Steel of all people to come out there and yeah, nah, that was funny. Nah, nah, <laughs> it, it was it, it was intentional, buddy. Them guys are working. And Drew, where can they find you, at, my friend? You can find me on Twitter at Big Money Drew. And in the uh, Fightful Chats modding, stop being an asshole because I will ban you. Banned. <laughs> Taking the, the big B on you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shane, where can they find you at, my man? Well, I'm not going to plug my Twitch because I plug that way too much. How about you guys go follow me on Twitter because I am at 991 followers right now. Man. Not nine, not nine, sorry, 891 followers. Well, so Shane trying to get that Twitter following. You're trying to be like Big Phil over here, over there tweeting shit left and right. I've been seeing you, Shane. I see yeah. you. Yeah. I see you, man. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Roundtable Person Podcast. I'm here with the franchise for Phil Lindsay, for not the mixologist, Mr. Julian uh, Drew himself. Uh, for Shane Husky, I am the franchise. And our mod says, thanks for hanging out with the Roundtable crew. Bring your thoughts and questions to the podcast. Your interaction helps keep things interesting and relevant. Hit the follow button. Get the alert so you can come join us again on Friday at 8 p.m. Do it, do it, do it, because our mod will come to your house and they will make you follow us. Trust and believe. Our mod is a gangster. Don't want to mess they will with call it. you a bitch, and that's how you can watch Whoa, it. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You're fighting words, Shane. You can't say that, man. Now we got to go to war. That's that's not yeah, cool. Yeah, now we got to go to war. <laughs> you can't say that, especially the new all-out main event. Yeah. New all-out wrestling. Main you can't event. say yes. that. That's like the end-all, be-all. That's how fights start in wrestling, man. Like, I can go kidnap people in the NXT parking lot and yeah, drive over them and hit them with my car, but the moment I call them a bitch, but the moment I call them a bitch, it's game on. We all know. Game on. Yep. So with that being said, have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.